Let's groove on, cause it's time to move on. Hear the drummer get wicked. Peace, unity, love, and having fun. Let's groove on, cause it's time to move on. Hear the drummer get wicked. Okay, folks, welcome back. It is that time of night that uh, some people seem to like. Uh, I certainly do not like this part because my heart rate goes just too high up. And I'm not an age where this kind of stuff is uh, good. But anyway, anyway, it is quiz time. Capital Sports Quiz. Boys, are we ready? Oh, yeah. Where's your jingle? Always. My jingle is in my jangle, so leave it alone. Is that the don't Irish? You, one don't, at a ten, that one was at a ten. better. That was That's better. the Irish pronunciation of jungle, is it? Oh. Welcome there, to the jungle. There, okay. There's another tick. We got fun again. <laughs> and the quiz. And the quiz. Right, we're going to start. Right, it is the Spice Boys. Peter, are you okay? I, I'm just checking if my mic works. Well, no, we, it it we can hear you. We can yeah. hear you. I, 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 I prefer for it not to work. But <laughs> yeah, we, we can turn Wait, it off. So I'm the quiz master. I know all the. Do you know I made a joke today? I made a joke today. Oh, okay. really? No, no. I, it's okay, Peter. Answer. Uh, this is like not, no, not, 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 not. Okay. Right. So, can you sing solo? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so low, we can't hear you. <laughs> what? <laughs> so low, we can't hear you. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I thought it was very funny. I'm sorry. Okay, right. Uh, rock, paper, scissors, Peter. No, not again. Go on, Peter and... Uh, we, Peter. We just let them you. start first. No, come on. Oh, my. Right, they're going first. Oh, right. they get to choose whether they go first. Do we go second. first? Yes, we'd like to go first. Or we'll go second. <laughs> All right, he's going first. Spice boys uh, are split uh, up I'd like to join Team Andy, if that's fine with you. Yeah, All right. Can we do a mid-season transfer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Can I join? The I, I like to get traded for a bag of chips. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Two Mars bars and a bag First of question goes: It's Champions League. <laughs> it's Champions League time. So here we go. Right, boys. Um, could we ask you questions? So just answer. Just like a, a choice, either or. So, how many matches 
were in the UEFA Champions League 2018-19. Was it 125 or 135? 125. 35. At <laughs> <laughs> right. they're singing from the same hymn sheet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, can I get an answer? Alex, are you going to take control? I'm, I'm going to say control. I'm going to say 125. You are correct. Thank well you. Done. Okay. Uh, Andrew <laughs> McLean. How many goals were scored in this season's Champions League? Was Ooh. it 366 or 356? Um, oh, just you're in your eyes if you like. You know the exact number. Go on. It's just a guess now. Sixty-six. Only sixty-six goals. Three hundred and sixty-six. Okay, sorry, right. just want to clarify. You are correct. Three hundred and sixty-six goals. Okay. Uh, boys, boys. How many goals were scored in the second half of extra time in the Champions League this season? How many goals were scored in the second half of the Champions League extra time this season? Uh, what's the what's the what's some, the choices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One, three, or five. Three. You no, sure? No, five. 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 <laughs> Are you sure? One. All right. All right. Five. <laughs> Seven. Five. Three. It was one. I said it. I called it. No, you. Yeah, didn't. Yeah. No, no. Alex. No. Well. You, okay. No. Andy. All right. Between the thirty-first and forty-fifth minute of games. And the 46th and 60th minute of games, which saw more goals scored? Um, the, the, the first 15 minutes of the second half. So between 46 and 60? Yes. Are you sure? Um, that's what I'm going to go with because statistically that is, there are more goals in the second half than the first half. Andy, you would be wrong. Yeah. Both are the same. 57 both. Oh, <laughs> yeah, come on, no, come on, Andy, what? Come on. <laughs> I was been very good. All right. We're moving very, very quickly on. Okay, Spice Boys. Which club has won the most... Well, it was the European Cup before, and then Champions League. Which club has won the most Champions League titles? And I'll give you an extra point if you give me the exact number. So which club has won the most Champions League titles? Uh, from, like, what country? <laughs> I'm not going to tell I, you the country. I'm a, I'm a, Take control on this one. Madrid, Real Madrid. Very good, very good. Okay, how many titles? Eight, nine. <laughs> no, Andy. Uh, so just since the beginning of the chat, the, the oh no, Europa, Europa Cup, European Cup, all the way through the Champions League in history. Uh, five, but haven't Liverpool already overtaken them now? No, but all the way European Cup and Champions League. Oh, nineteen. Uh, no, you're wrong. Thirteen. 13. 13. Yeah. Oh, we so, were close. No, yeah. no, no, but not, but no, 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 no it doesn't half count. A point, half a point. Yeah, but like Moscow's closer to Voronezh than Moscow's closer to Ottawa, but still. What? Uh, <laughs> You're still not Moscow. What metaphor was that? <laughs> I don't know. Get half a point. <laughs> that was a Ricky metaphor. Sorry. Knock knock. there? Okay. Uh, <laughs> don't finish that, please. Yeah. All right. Andrew McLean. Who did Celtic beat in the semi-final? Of the 1970 European Cup. Now called the Champions League, of course. And if you, I'll give you an extra point if you give me the exact score uh, over two games. Uh, 1970. That's what I said. Prague uh, was the one before. Okay, that doesn't count. Yeah, time, 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 time. Okay, boys, count down from five. Five, four... Three, 
Not doing it, Pete. <laughs> I'll, I'll finish it. Two at one. Okay, Andy. Yeah, no, nah, gone. Gone? Go on, do you want to have a one. choice? Do you want to have a check? Five. <laughs> no, 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 I'm asking you. Do you want to see who did who did Celtic beat in the semi-final? The uh, Boston Celtics right. beat no one. <laughs> All right, okay. The exact score. The point, Andy. I can give you a point for that one. Um, over two legs. Yeah, four-two. No, it was Leeds United and three-one. Ah, of course, that was the. It's still the record for the highest attendance ever at a football game. I think in the in the British Isles. I, I think ever. Couldn't be. South America was bigger, no? Was it? Was it not? That was when it was still standing. I think there was oh. one hundred and forty-eight thousand or something at one of the games. Ooh, that's okay. That's quite a good one. All right. Um, across to the Spice Bulls again. So after Real, okay, after Real Madrid, which two teams come next with the most titles won? Well, Liverpool. Okay, that's one. And um, the Barcelona, maybe. No, no, Andy. Um. United? No. AC Milan. Milan. AC Milan. Boys, that's a point. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> a point. All right, Andy, finally for this second round. Uh, which team has the losingest record in Euro- European Cup and Champions League finals? Is that even a, re- is that even a word? It Lose- kind of is, losingest. yeah. I think it's like a Donald Trump word. The losingest. worst record. Which, yeah, the worst record, yeah. So which team has lost yeah. the most finals? Yeah, and if you tell me their record, like, you know, in boxing, like, if you're like 10 and 0 lost. or whatever... So obviously it's not 10 and 0, but if you tell me the record, I'll give you an extra point. All-time European and Champions and League. And Champions League. Um, I'm probably going to guess it's Real Madrid again. No, it's no. not. No. Okay, go on. Have a guess at the number. How, how many lost fi- semi-finals? Lost yeah. finals and wins, yeah. And wins. Yeah. So if it's like 10 and 10 or 4 and 4 or whatever. Uh, 1 and 4. No. Boys, you want to have a guess? Who has lost the most Champions League finals? Uh, Liverpool. No. Okay. And, and, a, and, a, and a, a kind of a boxing number for like a loser. What? Okay. How many finals did he won and lost? Like the mm, no, the record? Yeah. Um, 0 and 5. No, because they have won the Champions League. It's oh. Juventus with two wins and seven losses. Ooh. I know. There you go. Right. So finally, after those two rounds, it is 3 1. It's like the Leeds. <laughs> result in 1970 okay so 2-1 now we're moving on to who am I so these are teams who have previously won who have previously won the Euro- European Cup or Champions League okay so I'm going to start off with the Spice Boys because you're in the lead so okay ask me so you've got five questions and then you have to guess alright am I a Wait, no I'm, no I'm, it's I'm, a club right. it's a club who've won I'm, the I'm Champions club. League or Euro- European Cup am I in um, the British Isles yes you are um, am I in the north of Britain? The north half of Britain, yes. Um, wait, so I have to guess the club? Yeah. Um, am I... Am I Man U? You are correct. Manchester <laughs> United, very good. All right. That's, Our, quite, impre- that's quite impressive. Really. What? Actually, because that was, that was a good I just guess. geographically... <laughs> that's all I know. All right. Andrew McLean, to you. Um... Western Europe? No. Um, Balkans? Uh, technically, traditionally, historically, geographically, yes. Belgrade? Is that your guess? Because yes. then you lose all your questions. I lose all of my questions. Yeah, be sure to narrow okay. it down. Um, Romania? Yes. Uh, Dinamo Bucharesti? No, Stoyer <laughs> <was just>. Ah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was looking at you thinking like, I was, oh, you got it. Okay, right. Okay, boys, here we go. Uh, all right, far away. Come on, Peter, you can start asking as well. Am I... Wait, it's a what, what, what sport is it? For no, so it's football. Whoever, oh, okay, that wasn't a question. Yes, where am I? Just what day it. is it? Who's the president? <laughs> Did I pay for my meal? <laughs> well, that's that's always a no. So, like, there's Samuel Leonard twelve times. <laughs> okay. Anywho, am I in Europe? No, it's yeah, not in Europe. That's not a question either. Oh, oh right, that's not a question. Oh, that's not a question. Okay, right. Am I in mainland Europe? Yes. Oh, okay, um, Western Europe. Yes. Germany. No. Spain. No. Italy. Italy. Okay, we have last one. That question. Juventus. No. Okay, it's, a, it's not Italy. All right, Pete. <laughs> we used up all our questions. Okay. And we guess. Yeah, can we get like half a point for trying? At least? No. <laughs> for participating. Yeah. That's the Boston way. No. It was Feyenoord from Holland. Okay, we, no. we, we didn't know that. Yet. Okay. We wouldn't have gotten it. Okay, Andy, I'll see you now. <laughs> I, I can't follow that. <laughs> I'm crying. I can't see the screen anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay uh, uh, Western right. Europe. Uh, yes. Um. Britain or Ireland? <laughs> That's an either or. All right, a British club. Yes. Um, Two questions. An English club. No. A Scottish club. Yes. How many questions have I got left? One. <laughs> One. Um, do they play in blue? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only team to win a Champions League. I was trying to think whether Dundee, and, Dundee United lost in the final, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah, they did. Okay, you got one point finally. <laughs> right. Thank yeah, that's God. two points in total, no? Two points in total. Okay, we're going very, very quickly onto the headline rounds. Okay, so, oh, no. Champions League headline. And I'll start with you because you're losing. It was the best what of our lives? Time. No. Boys? Game. No. <laughs> Night of our lives. Who said it? Um, someone from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Jurgen Klopp. Okay. Okay. All right. Spice Boys. Mourinho, Mourinho makes stunning what for next season? Pancakes. <laughs> no, <laughs> stunning. All right. That's not right. No, stunning. <laughs> Come back. I don't know. He, he makes a stunning something or a yeah, stunning? Stunning something. A stunning something. Yeah. He makes stunning, stunning what? Clothes. Uh, stunning knitwear hope for next season prospect oh god you're so close to it Uh, but I said comeback is it it no 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 no. stunning 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 three two one announcement or something oh so close to it but not the right word Andy prediction yes well done prediction Andy didn't win that one okay (laughs) right okay boys Champions League streaker explains Champions League streaker. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this woman, Kinsey Walansky, this supposed model. Oh. So, Champions League streaker explains... Explains what? Ex- ex- explains. Expl- explains the nature of her doing that. <laughs> yeah, why she did it. Okay, I will give you that point. That is oh. fair. That is fair enough. All right. Uh, Andy, finally, finally. Russia 2018 World Cup Stadium constructors find 11 what on building site? How many? Oh... Okay, boys. I love it. Is it is it like 11? 11. 11. 
of, something of legal stuff or no no eleven <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's legal or not eleven something on building is, is it bad or good uh, it could be bad I think oh eleven um like uh, like safety it? hazards yes but what are they um. Uh, Asylum seekers. Defects. <laughs> like, what? No. Does it have to be particular? Like, yeah. 11 cracks. No. 11 unexploded World War II bombs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was in Volgograd. That went right. from 0 to 100 in the world. I just flashed off how easy it is. Is it bad? You're like, oh, it could be. Yeah, it could be bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends if you step on one, but anyway. Um, or anyway, you, it's great. Like. It is. Right, very, very quickly, the last little one, and good last because it is 5 3 going to the very last round. So, um, name the country. Andy, Sabel, Sabel. This is a Champions League team for this year. Sabel or uh, Europa League team. Sorry, Sabel. Where? What country are you from? Pardon you. What? Sabel. S A B A I L. Quick. S A B A I L. I've I've got no idea what you're even asking. That that's the name of a club. Yeah, football club. What country are you from? Uh, Albania. Not far away, but no, Azerbaijan. Okay, boys. Uh, Bran. B-R-A-N-N. Oh, come on. Brand. Why did she give me the they, shot they're going to Scotland? No, no. Uh, no no comebacks on this one. So oh, it oh, is no way. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, Andy. Veronikili. Veronikili. Well, you're giving me some of the most obscure yeah, first round qualifiers. League. Yes, exactly. Because yeah, the first round qualifiers start in a week. Uh, how how would Two one weeks. spell Veronikili? F-E-R-O-N-I-K-E-L-I. Quick, 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 we're running out of time. Uh, the Faroe Islands. No, Kosovo. Oh, Kosovo. <laughs> we're Faroe Nick. Okay, boys, last one for you. Okay, you're, win- you're going to win, I finish in style. Kilmarnock. <laughs> uh, that's not Champions League, you liar. That's, that's Europa League. Okay. Kilmarnock, uh, quick, quick, quick. Um, it's. Uh, um, stop looking oh, it up oh, on oh, your oh, screen. Oh, Scotland. Yeah, Don't well looked up right. on Google. Oh, no, no, no. Can right. see it in the window. Right. The winners, <laughs> <laughs> the, the winners, the Spice Boys bring it home. Six Spice Boys bring it home. Okay. Congratulations! And now we're going to go for victory. a bit of a, a oh, bit of a, a bit of a celebration oh, because we're going to have a bit of Chumbawamba and Thump Thumping. We'll be back after the break. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. I get no
DJ Talish. Dina Mild. You know that I don't have a... I mean, you didn't know that I have a son, but I do. So my son just asked me to stop singing Oasis song in public. I said, maybe... (laughs) You gotta be the one that that saves me. Cause after all, you're my wonder wall. Sorry. Okay, welcome back, folks. I hope you enjoyed that quiz. Uh, you know, I mean, the boys, they did a victory walk after that win, and we did find out that they were <laughs> cheating. They were cheating. Exposed. <laughs> Even if we hadn't done that, it wouldn't help Andy's case at all. Yeah, you were losing, Andy. Uh, yeah, for very good reason. Why very Mr. good Because D- Dr. Google over there was... <laughs> he didn't Google He got the first one The page wrong. was still open as I walked he around. Thought <laughs> F- that was he, the last one. No, he thought FK Bran were like from Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, that's, like, that's actually yeah, yeah. like the thought process. I just didn't want to joke about it because it was too bad of a joke, but thanks, Al. Out your way. I'm saving this. All right. So um, we're going to have a chat with the Daily Star's man in Dublin, our man in Wicklow, actually, Mr. Paul Little. So, of course, he's a Liverpool fan, so we will congratulate him when he comes back on. He didn't hear the start of the show, so we, we'll let him away with that. Um, but we're welcoming on to Capital Sports yet again, Mr. Paul Little. Paul, how are you doing? I'm good, Alan. How are you? Very good. I'm, I'm back from Prague. I'm tired, worn out, um, but not for all the good reasons, just for getting battered up and down the pitch and playing Gaelic football. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's that's nobody's fault but your own. Hey, listen, I tell you, like I I I, I, ne- I don't seem to get older. I, I don't seem to get wiser as I get older. Um, Paul, listen, congratulations on last night. Um, I know you, you're joking, and you didn't have much to do with it. But I mean, that was a it was a it was a great result for Liverpool as a club and as a kind of this the the like what Klopp is trying to do, isn't it? Oh, a huge result, yeah. Because. Yeah, obviously, as he said himself after the game, I'm sure everybody's seen the interview uh, where he was uh, singing about, let's talk about six. Pressure was on to win something. Uh, he's lost a number of cup finals back to back. So to win something and to win the biggest trophy of them all, I suppose, in terms of cups, takes that pressure off. And eventually he knows himself, you've got to win something. Uh, and he's gone and done it. So uh, it, it's obviously, you know, going to have a massive impact on his uh, future, I guess, and even just his own standing and his own confidence. If I'm not sure he actually lacks for confidence, but he certainly won't now. Okay, um, he, he, he's never been known as a cup manager, but his teams have always done well in cups, shall we say. Um, earlier on, Andrew Flint was saying that Liverpool need to get a central defender in if they're, if they're going to stand a chance of challenging for Man City uh, for a title next year. Uh, do you think that a central defender is all they need, or do they need to strengthen up in uh, up attack as well? Well, I think you can't stand still. I think that's certainly the case. Liverpool have some advantages in terms of youth, etc. Perhaps over City, uh, I, I would think they'll be looking in a number of positions. Um, say, for instance, obviously they may look for cover at centre half. You wonder whether Lovren will, will will stay on as as cover. Would he be happy with that? Matip has been brilliant this season, actually, probably better than anybody could have expected. Uh, and is a great foil for Van Dyke. But you need cover. Uh, Joe Gomez is there. I think that he's clearly going to be a very good player. But I suspect they will look for somebody else in there to try and have four 
top centre half if they can. I think they'll also have to look at full back positions because Robertson and Trent Alexander Arnold have been amazing this season. But they don't really have cover. I, I take it Moreno is going to go. Nathaniel Klein is gone. Um, so they're going to need cover in those positions as well. And I do think they're going to need something uh, to put pressure on the front men as well. I think the front three, brilliant as they are, they, they have to have consistent pressure on them to keep them at the highest level, I guess. And in midfield, there's, there's probably money going to be spent in midfield, although I imagine that Fabinho and Keita will be uh, the future of the team going forward. Looking at the uh, the final itself, where, where does that rank in terms of one of the great finals or spectacles for you? Obviously, taking <laughs> taking away the result, I mean, what you know, the the, the game itself. It was uh, dreadful, wasn't it? Say, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 it wasn't a, a great advertisement for the Premier League. Put it that way. Uh, I think to be fair to the two teams, the heat probably was a factor. But the biggest factor was not having played for three weeks. I think that's something that has to be looked at in future. Both sides looked like they were almost in pre-season. Uh, they, they seemed to lack sharpness, both sides. and They played nothing like they can play. And I don't think I've seen at that kind of high level so many long balls played into the channels and over the top uh, for both sides, consistent throughout the game. And it made for a pretty uh, horrible affair. I, I, I imagine... They were doing that because they were hoping to kind of uh, bypass each other's high press and make the opposition's defence step back a couple of yards and maybe open a bit of space in midfield. And when the space did open up, Spurs were the only team that really started to play, but they never really looked convincing. They never looked sharp enough to take advantage of Liverpool. Uh, and Liverpool, we know this season, don't give anything away too easily. Uh, so it did make for a great spectacle. Liverpool won't care, but I imagine a lot of people probably were kind of, I suppose, it was, it was anticlimactic, wasn't it? Yeah, I suppose a little bit, unless you're, un, unless you're a Liverpool fan. It was um, uh, coming down really to that decision at the start. Did you think it was a penalty? Uh, I did. Uh, I, I, it's slightly unfortunate. It's difficult to tell whether it maybe hits chest and arm. But I would tend to... to I don't have sympathy for, for players who are flapping their arms around the penalty area. Uh, and Sissoko was in such a strange position that I think he was... He, 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 I don't think he could really complain about it, and I don't think Spurs... I know they said they were unlucky, but but I think they'd be expecting to get a penalty in that position themselves. Next season, looking forward, would you rather repeat that again in the Champions League or win the league if, if, if you're Liverpool or Spurs, for that matter? Um, I would say... I tell you what, I just love the European Cup and the Champions League. So, personally, uh, I love to see it won. I love to see the teams that you're playing against. Uh, if anything, it was a bit disappointing that it was Spurs in the final and not Barcelona or Juventus or Real Madrid um, because you like that exotic element of things. Uh, but I would imagine the vast majority of, of Liverpool fans, particularly English Liverpool fans, would be looking to win the, the Premier League. Um, but I'd still I'd take a Champions League any day. I mean, with, with with the history that Liverpool have, they're in second place with seven wins in the European Cup Champions League. Uh, or no, sorry, is it six? Six wins, six wins, and yeah, six. They're, yeah, yeah, six. They're in in second place or third place. Excuse me. Um, do you think that you know that everything's gone on this season? Okay, we, the game was terrible. Okay, we all know that. But do you think that this sort of um, gives a reason why they can continue on an upper curve? Andy thinks that they will be challenging for the title next season. 
But, um, you know, is, is that going to be the case, Paul, or will they fall short? Are they cursed never to win the Premier League? Um, I, I don't know. I think if they have a season next season like this, I think they're going to be in with a shout, obviously, because what you're saying is then if, if Liverpool can repeat last season, then City are going to going to need to push 100 points again. Uh, and so can City do that again? Probably, but it's not a straightforward. Uh, and I think City have a job to do. Maybe certain players in their squad, you know, David Silva are getting on. They mightn't find it quite so easy, I guess, that way. Um, I think Liverpool, I think the last time I talked to you, um, I said that I thought the biggest thing that Klopp has done in the last season was was to create a way of playing for Liverpool where they're a lot more durable looking. It's not heavy metal football all of the time. It certainly wasn't last night. Um, and they needed something that would help them go through a long season. And so they've been competitive in the Champions League and the Premier League. And I think they can do it next season on that basis. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay, moving away from Liverpool slightly, of course, the international week is kind of like opening up in front of us. Um, England are playing the Netherlands away in the UEFA Nations League on uh, yeah, on Thursday. Kickoff, of course, in Moscow is 9.45. But almost importantly, Ireland are playing Denmark, uh, in Denmark, in Copenhagen, at 9.45 uh, on uh, next Friday. Um, Paul, looking at the, the international window, or the, the international game starting again, are you excited by this? Um, I am. I, I'm a, a fan of international football. Um, I think it's a good antidote a lot of the time to club football and to constant talk of money and uh, owners and all of those things. So international football, a coach has what he has. Uh, and obviously the bigger countries have a lot more players to play with. But that can pose headaches for a manager. And the smaller countries like Ireland... Uh, have to make do with what they have and do their very best. So I'm excited. It's been a positive start for Ireland. Uh, not necessarily in Gibraltar, which was <laughs> nerve-wracking. Uh, was probably one of the more, yeah, one of the grimmest games I think we've probably ever seen. Uh, uh, but they, the Georgia win gave them a good shot. Uh, so the Denmark game is going to be tough. We've got, uh, uh, I suppose, we've got maybe a revenge mission in a way there, given the World Cup qualifiers. Uh, I think we're, we can get a draw out of that, but it probably won't be particularly pretty again. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I, I think Euro 2020 is only around the we love Ireland, given that we're going to be. Okay, on on um, Saturday should be uh, Russia are facing San Marino, so they like if they don't win that game out in Saransk, I think they should just like give up football altogether. Uh, but of course, Scotland are playing. <laughs> sorry for that, but it's true. Uh, Scotland are playing um, Cyprus. Uh, Andy, that game in Hampden Park. I mean, you're hopeful of at least a draw. Yeah, I mean the the concerning thing for us was the way that Cyprus dispatched San Marino very very quickly, um, and did so in the first half really, and can then take their foot off the gas. So they're obviously. A, a decent team, but at, with home advantage, I'd expect. Um, and now new look Scotland under uh, former <coughs> Kilmarnock manager Steve Clark. Um, it, it needs to be quick, sharp, and out the blocks. Otherwise, our qualification's gone. Okay. Then of course Scotland, you're traveling away. I, I think surely though. Just yeah. Go ahead, Paul. Andy Robertson could nearly play them on his own. Well, 
What do you reckon, Andy? Um, I hope that that isn't the formation we put out <laughs> against Cyprus, but I like Paul's confidence. Oh, that's good. Of course, Scott and then you, you're away then in the King Baudouin Stadium in Brussels against Belgium. That's on the 11th. Uh, of course, we, we'll be already here next week for that. Uh, and Russia at home against Cyprus in Nizhny Novgorod. Um, look, looking at, at, say, okay, Scotland, you're assured already of a playoff place, correct? You, is that right, Andy? Assured of a play, uh, a play yeah, place, yeah. F- through the, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you're a host, or you'll be hosting, or something like that. Uh, through the UEFA Nations League exactly. standings, where, yeah. Ireland aren't, of course. Now, Ireland, of course, are sitting top of the table. As I said, they play Denmark, and then, of course, they're home against Gibraltar on June 10th, uh, so Monday week. So, I mean, Paul, if we're looking at the Irish team, I mean, there's always this fear more players are going to start drifting away. And then, of course, there's the, the scandals surrounding football in Ireland and money and so on and so forth. Do you think maybe that, you know, that any potential recruits from England um, might be scared off by the nonsense surrounding the, the not just the, the domestic game is very healthy, we know that, but the administration of football in Ireland? Honestly, Alan, I'd say that any potential recruit in England won't have noticed, I would imagine, what's been going on. Uh, I, I think that the kind of recruits that we'd be hopeful for might be of good quality, something like Nathan Redmond, but I think the players like that, there's more problem that when they are players of quality that they'll, they'll go to England uh, rather than to Ireland. And I say that's a football decision rather than concerning themselves about administration. Um, I do think, though, someone like Mick McCarthy, who's a very positive figure uh, can attract players to some extent but I don't think that we should be holding out hope that we'll necessarily pick up any players that are going to make that huge a difference to us anyway Okay, that is fair enough. Paul, um, before we go away, we're going to talk boxing of course amongst ourselves here in the uh, next segment but Katie Taylor, your neighbour, uh, unified the world titles last night or well earlier this morning. Now I watched the fight wasn't impressed with the judging. I did think that the Belgian uh, girl, Delphine Person, won What's the reaction been back in, in, in Wicklow and in Ireland in general? Well, I think there's been a, a very strong reaction, as you'd imagine, to, to unify in the way she has in this short career. And she's obviously loved over here um, and, and very high profile. I'd, I'd say from a personal point of view, it, it, like it's an amazing achievement um, and she's an inspiration but I have to say, having seen bits of the fight and the aftermath of the fight, I wouldn't be encouraging my daughters to get into the game. You know, it, it is something that I've had this discussion before because I, back back in ninety, well, ninety seven, ninety eight, when I was coaching back in in Ireland, we allowed, well, not we allowed, we had uh, young female students training with us because you know it was their right, of course, to do it. And at the time, it was banned in Ireland. Female amateur boxing was banned in Ireland, so they couldn't even go into a gym. Like that's how bad it was. And we had these university boxers, student boxers starting, and there was such a furor over it that they said, no, it can't be done, it's not right, it's, it's bad. Everyone deserves a chance, but I would, personally speaking, I would, even my own two kids, I wouldn't allow either of them to start boxing until they're at least 16. Or just the punishment side of it, like you know, the blows to the head and so on. But even then... You know, looking at the, the the face of the fighters last night and the punishment that they took, yeah, I, I'm I'm you know, I don't know, like daughter or son, I'd be very very nervous with. And I again, you know, I've boxing experience, so I'm, you know, I I took it, that decision myself, but I wouldn't be pushing kids into it. Yeah, well, I mean, I I sat this morning and and saw uh, the news report afterwards. With my daughter, 
her impression of Katie Taylor's face and the Dubox's face was, was, you know, was, was alarming in a way. That we've seen Katie Taylor fight a lot here, but certainly in the amateur days and in the Olympics, etc. Um, and, and she never looked like that. And I think that was kind of, you could see the, the level of intensity, the requirements at that professional level um, were written all over her face. And it's not just women's boxing. I wouldn't encourage my, my son to get into boxing either. But it was striking that when there's been a lot of tech about Taylor as an inspirational sports figure, but at the same time, it was a bit of a turn off what we saw this morning in terms of the toll that it takes. Yeah, that is fair enough. But I, I fully agree with you, Paul. Paul, listen, thank you so, so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening and we'll talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you for, for joining us tonight. See you guys. Thanks, Paul. Take care. Okay, we are going, of course, to go out to the break with, again, it's a boxing-themed song. Uh, so I hope you remember, it's from Rocky Two. This is Survivor and I, the Tiger. We'll be back after this. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
Welcome back, folks. It is the last segment of our show tonight. Sorry, the, the time has actually flown by, hasn't it, guys? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Everyone's just like, oh, just get us out of here, please. Kill us, please. <laughs> We're just worn out. Um, okay, so, of course, this is the time of the night when we have our capital punishment. Okay, And I just want to, I, I, I mean, it's really, really hard to, to, to just explain just how fun this is and how we're like trying to pick people that, that need a bit of a kicking. But, you know, it, it has to be done. So, uh, starting off, um, go on, Peter. You picked, you picked, I picked Drake. Uh, You're going to beat Drake. up on a girl. I'm sorry, I'm sorry oh. Al, but How unexpected Drake. of you. Yeah, Drake. No, okay. not, not, I'm, not, I'm going to talk about not his curse, but the, uh, how obnoxious he is to like, okay. all the other players and fans. Because just, just one thing, that Anthony Joshua lost last night, okay? Yeah. And Drake was pictured with him. So we do know yeah. the curse of Drake. So, okay. Go ahead with Drake, but not the curse of Drake. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. So uh, apparently, there's like um, during the two, well, the first game he came in was a bit toned down. He just uh, was cheering and all. But the second game, uh, he came in wearing Steph Curry. The second uh, game is yet to happen. The first game. <laughs> the first game. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what? I think Peter is like he has a time machine. What's the result, <laughs> Peter? Who wins? Uh, three. Three, three, nine. He's feeling it. He's feeling it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing the score right now. Oh wait, sorry, Al. They scored nine points. Like the average is like a hundred. They scored nine points. It's the record low scoring game in the basketball. That's some good defense. Twelve nine, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or just three nine. Three nine. Okay. Go. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> the man pulls up wearing Steph Curry's uh, dad's jersey, signed. Well, if, if you folks think this is not a, a blow to the to head, what, what was Steph Curry's, Steph Curry's dad wearing? He played for the Raptors. Yeah, he played for the Raptors. Del That's Curry. Right. Del Curry. Uh, uh, okay. Then he calls. Not uh, to be mistaken with Indian, but anyway. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> he, call, he calls him to the side. Uh, I'm gonna just let you guys figure it out and. No, alright, so calls him to the side. What is going on? Go on, calls him to the side. Third time repeat. Or not to pay for his own dinner. Talks smack to him, gets like a piece uh, piece of his hair, like uh, tears it out of his head, and then. Okay, no, that's not what happened. No, so he he was kind of like. He was kind of like touching like the back of his hair, and some lint from Steph Curry's hair fell onto his hand, and he tried to sell it on eBay. He was like pulling out his that's like assault. <laughs> if you're pulling it no, okay, okay. Steph, okay, Steph Curry and Drake, they're like good friends. They're like, they, like Drake went to like Warriors games before he like performed at concerts wearing his jersey. Like they're good pals. Like it's not that they're, but he was like oh, yeah. feeling the back of his head oh. and he got, like, I don't know. He was just talking smack to him and he got some lint on his on his hand and um, he tried. He sold it on eBay and the last bid was a hundred thousand dollars. Who would want lint from somebody's head? Some oh, Steph Curry super on oh, Nav. All right, Alex, over to you. Uh, so I'd like to talk about, um, of course, for those of you that don't know about the Joshua fight, he came to, I think it was his debut in American boxing. It, I it? think it was his first yeah. time in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, so, uh, so he lost his first fight. Essentially, he's been undefeated his whole career, and 
so I'd really just like to talk about like his team here because um, I've, I've talked before about them avoiding those like big fights that he's fighting like guys that like aren't like anywhere near his level, and that's essentially a good way to describe Andy Ruiz, who has now took all all four of his belts. So and probably I, it helps to like instead of a bra, he has four belts now. <laughs> The, no, I mean, look at the picture of the guy. Yeah, the guy. He's he's, he's like oh, yeah. obese. He's I'm in terrible shape. So he's not the man to, like to roast or joke about. He's a boxer. I don't care. No, oh, but like okay, oh, Ruiz, wait, come here. Sorry. You the can take is, me out. I'm waiting for you. The thing, the thing about yeah, Ruiz. If you have nothing uh, better yeah. to do with your time, exactly. no. But essentially, like his team, like if you're gonna avoid big fights, do it right because he got into this like. Well, Andy Ruiz, Ruiz, Ruiz Jr. is nowhere near Anthony Joshua's level again. And uh, so it's a lot of just like, um, well, un, like they're underrated. Like they're just like underrating this guy. They just decided like, yeah, let me just fight this guy. Well, essentially, um, Andy Ruiz, he, Ru, Ru, Ruiz, Ruiz, Andy, and uh, Andy Jr. He he's he's um, he's had two hundred fights and just like before going pro, so like this guy's experienced. But I really just like I saw the fight. I don't see anything about him except for just like knockout power. So no, no, he's he's not a huge hitter. You're right. Right. So um the well, I think the only good thing that his team has done, like the only like wise decision, is that like they immediately went to get a rematch because he needs to get back on his on the on his grind, so to speak, because. You know he's in the he's in like the top three like heavyweights like along with uh, Wilder and Fury. So if he wants to, f- oh by the way, they're fighting in early 2020. So okay, fair enough. So he's, he's yeah, so, to build up. so I think essentially like what he needs to do right now is try to like beat him again. If not, then he's gonna have to like work his way back up again. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it reminded me like when you go to the gym, and uh, I, I I saw this message somewhere like on on Twitter, but it was like it stuck in my head. Because it was something that I was talking to myself. So Josh was there to say, body beautiful, even though he was heavier. Yeah. He was like about five kilos or 12 pounds heavier than, than normally. He came in a little bit over his normal weight. Um, but he still had a six pack. He still like was really ripped. And he looks at one of those guys, you go to the gym, and they're like, body beautiful. And they're like, after two minutes on the treadmill, they're just like coughing up lungs. It's like, yeah, look, all that stuff, you, that crap you put into your body makes you look big and strong, but you can't do anything. You have no strength. You have no stamina. I don't know. Maybe, but this with Joshua, I think he well, has, has so easy. talent. He's really good. But Joshua, no, Joshua's a very good fighter, yeah. and he's so fast, and he's actually he's very mobile for a big man. Yeah. Ruiz, you know, I think just Joshua looked. You say gassed. He looked out of well, out of, actually, out of like, energy. Yeah, I actually see essentially what happened with the Raptors and the Warriors, right? Yeah, essentially, he's just like he's never lost a fight. So he just comes in like, hey, it's my first fight like in America. I'm just going to try to put on a show. I'm just going to try to put this guy away yeah. in the first round. So third round, he knocks he knocks down Ruiz and like everyone thinks it's over. Then Ruiz just gets up and just starts like one and like he just starts like nailing this guy with like heavy punches. And it was like for seven rounds, it was just like Anthony Joshua just like running away from him, essentially. Yeah, that, that, that well, I think you have to give credit to Andy Ruiz. Obviously, yeah. he wasn't even meant to be fighting Joshua. He was a replacement, and in fact, they were right, giving he, out he, tickets two days ago with the other boxers' names oh, yeah, still on was, them. He was getting thirty k per fight last but, year. So. But I mean, he got his tactics spot on. He, he it's, you know, Joshua's a bigger guy with a with a longer reach, and he still went up close to him. Quick, you know, held it, held he, a he, strong He's got it tied to him exactly, exactly. But yeah. it was quick fire punches that were timed very well, going over his shoulder. 
and he was waiting for one or two of the right punches to land big ones on it, and he got it spot on in two or three rounds, over and over, and Joshua didn't know how to deal with it because his team probably hadn't prepped for, for this fight because, you know, this is a replacement of someone that he's not yeah. even fighting. You know, who, who is he? This is the whole thing. It's like, but Ruiz like, has only lost one fight in his, exactly. in his professional career. And yeah, he's fought, like... Kind About of 30 fights he's won. Yeah, and yeah. he's fought these fringe contenders, guys who have been brought in for him to beat up and he's beaten up most of them quite well he, he like he's 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 not a I think he's a kind of a player a fighter who will actually lose the title right away but at the same time that shows more about Joshua as a fighter he's no Lennox Lewis he is no you know he's not even Frank Bruno sorry yeah. Alex well he's also like a very like uh, he's a really like good guy too like you didn't see him like talking any like trash to no. Anthony Joshua for the whole time right so no, no, like, no. they're yeah. all being like very nice but I think and this is more of a result of just Anthony Joshua and his team just like not coming prepared. Yeah, I, 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 I do side with you on that. I felt the same thing with actually Katie Taylor as well. Katie Taylor lost her fight uh, last night. I mean, that was clear. Well, earlier this morning, she lost her fight. Uh, she won it on a majority decision by two judges and then one marked a, a draw, but she lost by three rounds. That's it. Well, I, I had was, a losing Yeah, draw. pretty scathing analysis that I read. Yeah. Um, Even from, Irish fighters. From former like, pros all saying Carl that Frampton, how, how, it's how it was a disgrace. It was wrong. The, the Belgian girl better around the ring. It was a very tough fight to watch. I've, I've known Katie since she's like 13, 14 years old. It was tough to watch because like, she was so out of her depth. But anyway, okay. Um, okay. For my capital punishment, Kinsey Wolanski. Okay. This retarded woman oh, who ran oh, on. Yeah to the Champions League final. Again, we've discussed this in the past. I hate these... Tools. Anyway, these tools, yeah. These fools. Buffoons. Yes, these scum who do this, like we saw at the World Cup final last year. Okay, you want to sell your product, which she was trying to do. She wa you want to promote something. Yeah, what you do? It's not really a product, though, is it? No, it's it isn't. It's like a... horny online site. Yeah, it's like a pranker. Her boyfriend, Vitaly Zdorovetsky, I think it is. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's got an X-rated oh. site online that she was advertising. That's all she was yeah. doing. He also, like her boyfriend in the 2016 NBA Finals, he came out during like the game wearing like with no shirt on and his body it said Trump sucks. Exactly. So it's running in the And he also that was I think, him just advertising one of the videos on his on his front page. Possibly so. And also he, he also disrupted another final as well, didn't he? The, the last year's or two thousand seventeen I think it was. Two thousand seventeen again in game so this person okay she went from just a few thousand or ten, like she was a swimwear model yeah whatever um, famous <laughs> Funny Russian swimwear yeah yeah I mean me. I'll tell you something well okay to each her own um, but so she she ran onto the field she disturbed it but again I detest it I detest this when fans or people do this because it's so dangerous it's so frightening and in this day and age in Prague going up onto the castle hill we went to see that the, in the castle and it's all like, you know, security and scanners, a whole lot. Like, I mean, you know, people are just initially in fear. It is worrying that if she can get on, who else can get on? That's what um, I mean. You're highlighting security flaws for other people. Exactly. Um, and they, they, and they so, don't care. Exactly. So we're, we're talking about, we're talking about what, like, you know, earlier, of course, with uh, Andrew Flint about the whole situation regarding McTarion in Baku. What if some ass wipe? turns around and runs onto the field to try and stab him or beat him up. You know, like, so, yeah. if, if you look at, yeah, UEFA have great protection, and then this, like, clown And then any, any, any old person dressed up Any old slapper can run on with, like, a, 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 a swimsuit. I don't know, it's disgusting. I think it's wrong. I think it's really wrong. I'm not even wrong. sure it was a swimsuit, really. It I was, don't know what to... I, I, oh, I thought I'll, it was an advert for Taco Bell. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right, Andy, over to you. Um, the simple one for me it has to go to Damir Skomina, who was the referee of the Champions League final, who ruined it for me. 
uh, as a neutral viewer after 30 seconds. I, it, it just took the whole edge out of that Champions League final for me. It just, um, And as I said earlier, I think he should have not given it immediately. You let the play run and then you can then go and review it and decide. Um, but he, I mean, the whistle was in his mouth and he pointed straight to the spot without even any second thoughts or looking around to see what was happening behind Sissoko. And yeah, that did just kind of, Liverpool didn't even really turn up after that. They just kind of did what, I suppose winners do and take their their other chance Listen. to kill the game off. No, do you, like I mean, the, the guy's got. I mean, he's 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 not the worst of referees. He is an elite referee. He were, he was here last year at the World Cup. He was actually training at Lokomotiv. We were training there as well. We we met him, um, and he had the England Belgium game. So I mean, you know, in the in the group, I should say. So I mean, if if you look at, it, you know, he he already did. He was the guy who brought VAR into the Champions League. If you remember that, yeah, he he he, um, what's he called? He wiped out the gold against. Um, was it for not for Liverpool? Not for Liverpool. It was for Ajax. 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 Okay, so he yeah. did that goal for for Ajax. So I mean, if we look at it, I mean, he's he is a very very good guy. But why why then? You know, why would he make such a terrible mistake? Well, I I, I saw there were, there were some articles. Obviously, fans have been furious about it, but some other referees, uh, former referees, have come out and said that neither of Liverpool goals would have counted um, in their day. Even though now, I, th- I think they're referring to. I think there was a push somewhere in the penalty area, a possible handball that would have been immediately given uh-huh. rather than play running on. Um, and so they said, yeah, in in the, in our good old days, neither of those goals would have happened. Okay, so all right, that that is fair enough. Okay, boys. Time to make a judgment. Um, I'm voting for Drake because he's just such a numbnut. Okay, Pete, I'm with you, Drake. Thanks. Uh, well, I think Drake is just like kind of just you know it's, it's been a part of basketball like talking smack. But I think I'm, I agree with you. I forgot the girl's name, but well, uh, ask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. There you go. She's so memorable, and all her social media has been deleted now. Like after she got oh, nine hundred thousand people on Instagram last night. So yeah, she's done. So well, ask you. Okay, all right, Pete. Same, same. I'm, I'm voting for that woman because I remember, like, I was watching Vitaly's video, like, uh, during, <laughs> during the World Cup. No, no, no. no, no, no subscribe no, 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 to his website. Eddie, stop. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, during the World Cup, and he allegedly tried to uh, try to sneak in and do the same thing during, like, w- the World, World Cup. Because well. he's Russian. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's Russian guy. Yeah. Yeah, and they like they they like the police. They just handcuffed him and. and yeah. How much is it per month? 99 what? <laughs> 99 what? <Pete? laughs> it's All right, a, it's a certain currency that cannot be bought. I barely know who Blake, Drake, whatever. <laughs> num, <laughs> num snake? Um, Cake is actually quite a good band. Um, <laughs> Jake the Snake. <laughs> Jake the Snake. Whatever this guy's name is with a stupid curse, yeah, he should be punished. All right. I said it's stupid. just stupid. I, look... As much as I'd like to say, yeah, go me, I am going Drake because I do think he's a, he's a, he needs a slap in the head like those uh, cycling guys, the, the cycling fans, you know. So, <laughs> slap okay. his cap off. Exactly. All right. So, uh, all right. So, the Spice Boys, they have won the quiz today. And Peter has won Drake. So, it's, it's all going Peter's way today. Go, go, um, I don't know. Oh, it's actually funny because I won us the quiz and I also pitched the idea of Drake. So, uh, yeah. Did you say you're, yeah, a, producer, you're a producer, right? Have you yeah. still got Kilmarnock open on the screen there? <laughs> All right, let's move away quickly. Right, folks, <laughs> we are going away. Andy McLean, thank you very much. Thanking you.
Peter P, thank you very much. Thanks. And Alex B. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. <laughs> right, folks, have a great week. Lots of sports, because the Women's World Cup is starting next week, next Ooh, Friday evening. Cricket World so Cup, be, too. Uh, cricket World Cup is already big rolling. Today. Low Women's Cricket yeah. World Cup. No, Not no, the Women's, women's Football World Cup, okay? Right, so we are going to go away. We'll talk to you next Sunday, and we're going to go away... Because we're full of love here, so we're not out of love like this lady. So this is Anastasia, and I'm out of love. We'll talk to you guys next week, same channel. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Ooh.